0: sure All right, there you go. You're ready. Okay. Praise the
1: Lord. Amen, Saints, tonight. Amen. God bless you for joining us tonight on Mantle of Prayer. Amen. In fact, I've been studying all week long because God had put this in my spirit. For us to bring us together tonight and to know there's some things that are going on in our lives that are not natural, that are not normal, but we have to endure hardships as a good soldier. Amen. Uh, let's go to the book of Habakkuk. The book of Habakkuk, Old Testament. The book of Habakkuk. Amen. The book of Habakkuk. Amen, Old Testament. And uh, this couple of days... Um, This particular book has been um, in my spirit um, to the point that I know um, that this is God. I know sometimes I'll get a little, I don't know what to do kind of thing, but this is so heavy in my heart um, that I know um,
0: it is God Um, and know that this is it for tonight um in such a way that
1: god is going to do what he wants to do um, in our lives i'll give you a few minutes to get a piece of paper and pencil amen so i want you to write some of these things down um and we can if we don't do it all tonight we'll do it Um, next Thursday night Mm. Amen Father let's go into the Word. let's go into prayer Hallelujah Father in the name of Jesus Jesus we praise you tonight first of all I ask you to forgive us for all our sins knowingly or unknowingly God teach us how to to divide, rightly divide the word of God. God teaches that we know that tomorrow is not promised. But every day is a good day. Every day comes with difficulties, but we know you're in control. Hallelujah, even though it doesn't feel like you're in control. divine the adversary never every devil at every level. In the name of Jesus. God, you ask I ask you tonight to hide the glenda. I rebuke every retaliatory demonic force. I come against everything that went to hinder, block, or stop the things that God has asked me to teach his people tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of a majestic Jesus. Amen. And amen. Tonight we're coming from the Life Application Bible, but you use whatever Bible you have. I just do that because sometimes God will specifically do this. Amen. Uh, this book was written by a, a the prophet Abaka abaca Abeka, amen and the, the purpose that he wrote this book um was to let the people know at this time um that god was in control to show that god is still in control of the world despite of what it apparently feels like amen the book Baca the name means it just means to gather with him to be in him Um, my God amen amen here it says, from innocence of childhood, from complex universities and depression, life is filled with ups and downs. Life is filled with questions. I don't believe that nobody in our lifetime, we've said to ourselves or even asked God, what's really going on? how does it feel like the the enemy it seems like the people that hate us seems as if they have so much power it seems like everything's going their way almost to the point that we want to just become bitter in some ways. because when you make up in your mind to give you all you have to God, it looks as if that the enemy is going to take us out. Sometimes we become bitter. Sometimes we be Feel like God's just not answering my prayers, so why even bother? Seems like evil is trying to is is more powerful. But that's exactly what it is. That is as peer, it appears as if God is not listening. It appears as if God is not hearing us. It looks as if God is not in control, but He is. Because our mind is so focused on the things about, around us, but are not really focusing on the things of God. And then we begin frustrated and we become aggravated. And then we get to the point that, again, it feels like the the wicked has more power, but it's just a state of mind, not a state of being, but a state of mind. So here in Habakkuk, it's telling us to listen to the profound questions of the prophet, boldly asking God, what's going on? And God, where's the answers? And God, how do I rejoice in frustration? How do I rejoice when there's not enough food on the table or how do do I rejoice when our children are going crazy and living such a wild lifestyle and the children are shacking up and our aunts and the uncles are shacking up and the preachers that we believed in, they're doing their own thing. But it seems like that we put all things, everything in our power to live as best we know how, serve him as best as we know how. it doesn't feel good on the inside. But ladies and gentlemen, I want you to recognize that God is sovereign, meaning God is in control. God knows what he's allowing to happen. And even sometimes the enemy has A purpose in our lives in order to make us pray, make us fast, make us depend on him because God is fervent. He, God is all-knowing. God is all-powerful. And here we have this man, Habakkuk. Habakkuk, name means to be embraced other words no matter what position i'm in i'm going to trust god i'm going to be embraced or held in the palm of god's hand by by any means necessary Habakkuk was a minor prophet, it means he wasn't like one of the major prophets that just wrote a whole bunch of scriptures and did a whole bunch of things, but he is considered a minor prophet in the Old Testament. It says that in Habakkuk 1, as well as 3 and 1. It says that although he is not much more than a mere name to us we know that abaca was a prophet of judah now remember judah was considered a holy nation uh judah was considered a god's people but here abaca himself was one of his people and it was a prophecy and it was a true prophecy about loving and holding on to god caressing him loving him and being comfortable knowing that god will take care of us and you said preacher how do you say that and then in 2021 we're going into 2022 it looks like there's a coronavirus there's another virus there's another stronger virus how can we say that god is in control but we know it because he created the universe we know it because in spite of how we feel i believe in our heart that god is in charge even though there's some people's atheists some people don't know christ or don't even acknowledge that he exists the atheist. quite a bit of people that don't serve god but I believe that God created the heaven and the earth. I believe God that He's comes down for generations of people. I believe that this same God is now in control of everything that we say, we do, what we we'll hope, we hope to do, mm-hmm. and hope we'll to have. And in this case, here was a people as you begin to uh, uh, say it along that they were powerful, they were strong, and they were the enemies of God. And God raised up the enemy to defeat Judah because Judah was working against the will of God. Judah decided they were going to follow the strange gods. Judah was a people that decided they didn't want to serve God in total action, so he began to allow the Assyrians, he allowed ungodly people to beat us down and destroy us and mess up our families and do everything that he could do because God's people were not not falling in line. His name was out there in the form of God himself. Like, for example, there's things today that we know that we ought not do, but yes, we deal in them. We do things like people that gamble for money. And everything that is is that you esteem higher than God himself could be a sin whether it's eating more than you're supposed to eat, the spirit of gluttony, whether it's gambling, whether it's homosexuality, whether it's just a fighting against God. All of these kinds of things are happening today. And so Habakkuk, the prophet, begins to question God and ask God for um, answers. Have you ever gone through things that you said, God, why me? Why me? There's a preacher on TV constantly, I think it's Joyce Myers, and she would constantly say, God, I just don't know why. I, I, I don't know. Why my father uh, uh, that abused me. I don't know why my father um, um, uh, sexually abused me at an age, and my mother was in the hair with a home with me, but she ignored it. We we go through our husbands and wives, and we find they leave us, or they cheat on us, or they manipulate us, they hold us captive to what they want to do, when they want to do it, we begin to ask God, why? Why wasn't I born rich? Why was I born powerful? Why was I born skinny? Why was I born fat? Why? 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 Because the mind began to question the motives of God. Well, this is what's happening. The prophet Habakkuk Question God and ask him more questions. And one question he began to ask was how long, God must I call for help to you and you don't listen? Have you ever felt like God don't listen? I think a couple of days ago I was saying God, how long do I have to go for these situations in my life? How how long do I go through frustration and aggravation I know you and the part of my sins, but the more I seek you the more the enemy is trying to take me out mm. at all costs and I'm giving you all I've got if there's anything else in my life I need to give God lead me but it seems like the wicked are prospering it looks like the wicked are just having money. It looks like the wicked have more and more, but I'm just seeking your faith. God, I just, maybe I don't have the right to ask you, but why, God, why, 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 why? Okay. But my choice to you is why not? If I allow you, you to do what you want to do and get away what you want to do with and maybe if I give you a million dollars you wouldn't be serving God. Maybe if you had the perfect wife or the perfect husband and you would have put them more before before you than me. We we don't know what God is doing for us
0: mm.
1: or with us. But know that God is sovereign. And we all have struggles, we all have doubts, all have from time to time question God about specific things in our lives. This past year, many people have said to us, hi, why God, if there's a God, why all these millions of people around the world within those last year, year and a half of pandemic have died? got it doesn't, doesn't make sense to me. You you say you're a love of God, but I don't understand. Maybe I've lost a friend. Maybe I've lost a relative. I just don't understand God. And it, sometimes it feels like it's unbearable.
0: Why? Why? Why?
1: Why? Let's start at number five. Habakkuk one and five. This is the life application Bible, but you read the one you have. To God, look at the nations and observe the utterly astound, astound. For something is taking place in the days that you will not believe. And when you hear about it, in other words, you say God, I'm so I don't I'm so I'm astounded that the that the, the wreckage the, of minds, the 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 homosexuality, how mother beg come against daughter and daughter became mothers and kids, teenagers want to spend up all their nights on TV watching pornography or some girls are getting feeling so lonely. That they get on the Internet while their mothers and fathers may be sleeping and talking to strangers that could sometimes uh, 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 adopt them or do anything to them. Why is all of this happening? When you hear about these things, For six says, Look, I'm raising up the Chaldeans, that bitter, impetuous nation that marched across the earth, open to seize the territories on its own. You say, God, I'm you belong to me, but because Israel you You are my people. You are ignoring me. You are doing whatever you want to do. He says, I, God, am going to raise up a people to make you come under subjection of the Holy Spirit. This is why mother and daughter is fighting. This is why things are happening. That's why there's such a virus is on the land. So if you if you really go back in scripture and begin to check out um, Exodus, at one point when God, uh, when Moses went to the king and said, God told me to tell you to let my people go. The first thing the enemy did was the king said, no, I'm not going to let you go. You're just gonna stay here and be beaten and torn and destroyed because 'cause I'm the king. I'm 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 the master. So I'm gonna let you know who I am, so the people begin to struggle. The people begin to just. The God, the enemy begin to make. Hard taskmasters, make them work all night long, all day long, never happy. Um, so the enemy, so God will allow the enemy to beat you down, destroy your mindset, feel, treat you like a dog, but yet you're saying God, I bless the Lord at all times in my mouth. I praise you, God. I don't understand but God says in his word. To lean not to your own understanding, Sandra. Lean not to your own understanding, Dolores. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all things acknowledge. Know that he's God. Amen. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to raise up a people that antagonize you. I'm going to raise up a people that cuss you out. I'm going to raise up a people that can treat you like a dirty dog. Uh, I'm going to raise up people that that would be so fiercely that want to cut off your neck or take your children. I'm going to raise up a people because apparently you're not listening to me and apparently you're not following my instructions. Verse 8 says this that their horses, the enemy's horses, are swifter, and and leopards are more fierce, and the wolves of the night, and the horsemen charge ahead, and their horses. Come from distant lands and they fly like the eagles to swoop down and destroy you. So God's saying, Israel, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to raise up a people to just to destroy you, beat you down, have no hope, feel no hope, and begin, begin to judge, check, uh, uh, question my judgment for. My own people, because you didn't listen, you weren't obedient. You took out of prayer, out of schools. You, you, you have men living with men and women living with women, and nobody has no morals, no, no, no vows, no, nothing. You just do what you want to do. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to destroy you, but I'm going to make your life so miserable you can begin. To trust a question judgment as this and let trying kind to of figure out, God, if you're so sovereign, why is all this thinking happened to me? Verse ten, Habakkuk one. And they mock the kings. They they pick on the kings and the rulers are a joke. And they laugh. At every fortress, they laugh at all this power, they laugh at everything you do, and build sieges, ramps to capture. So they're building these places to lock up Israel's people. But here we now, Habakkuk begins the second prayer. The first one he was asking god why 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 i don't understand i just don't understand understand at verse 12 Abba has a second prayer he says for you not from it says this are you not from eternity so are you not god are you not my god my holy one you will not die Lord you appointed them to execute judgment. God doesn't make sense if I'm your people and but then now you're trying to make them trying to kill us off and hurt us. it doesn't make sense to me. you appointed the enemy to execute judgment. But God, you're my rock. You are my rock. You destined them to punish us. For your eyes are too pure to look on evil. And you cannot tolerate wrongdoing. So why? Do you tolerate those who are treacherously trying to hurt? So why, God? Why? Why? Why are you silent? Why are you not doing anything, God? Why? One who is wicked swallows us up. The enemy is trying to kill us. One who is more righteous than him, you have made mankind, you've made us God, like a fish of the sea, like a mariner and creation just, just travels around the world, the depths of the sea that have no rule. But the Chaldeans put them all on like a hook. And catches them in a dragon's net. So, God, you've taken your people that you've put out of the bondage. You've taken your people that have followed to, fo- to follow you. You've taken those people because they have become wicked. And I acknowledge that. And now you're letting the enemy, enemy destroy me. I just don't understand. I, But I thought you loved me, God. But we have an eternal God. We have an eternal God that when he needs to execute judgment, he will do it. So every time Israel got, got in trouble, God sent an enemy or God sent a famine or God uh, sent a hardship because Israel decided they were going to sin from time to time. Just like us, we get out of order sometimes. We know the way, but we choose not to do the way. And then all of a sudden, death comes in our family. We lose our job. We do things that we're not supposed to do. And then we say that God will forgive us. Yes, he does forgive us. But then sin nature in us cannot get into heaven. Unless you repent and die right then after you repent, we will continually sin if we keep, put our our bodies, our minds, and our spirits under the subjection of the Holy Spirit. That's why we have to have a, prayer life that's why we have to have a fasting life that's why we have to take everything we have and put it in Jesus's hand and not question why 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 it is human nature but also there's a point in the life we should be able to yield our bodies, our minds, and our spirits and say, God, you take control of me. You take control of my appetite. You take control of my spirit. You take control of my fish, my, my flesh, because I don't want to sin against your will. But here, Israel was sinning against the will of God. And this was God's people at this time. This wasn't a strange people. This wasn't an arrogant people. This wasn't a poor people. This was not a strange people. This was Jesus' people, Israel, Israel. Judah, this was the people that were, quote unquote, at this time, the believers, but they were doing what God told them not to do. Because we all have to make choices. As long as this in this body, we have to make choices as whether we're going to live for him or not. What he says in 2 Chronicles, for if my people, remember, God's talking to his people. He says, listen, Israel, for if my, if my, if my, if me, God's eye, if my people who are called by my name, Just humble yourself. Stop acting stupid. Don't just do what you want to do. Say what you want to say. Go where you want to go. For if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray. Sometimes that's the hardest thing we can do. Hardest thing to do. It's just to humble ourselves. Not worry about other folks. But did you do anything right today? Did you smile at anybody today? Did you give them something today if they, they look hungry? Or you just went and spent every dime you had and then tomorrow you have to go and buy, have money or do something tomorrow. Because you just took your money, anything you wanted to do and you did it. And now you begin to question um, God. You begin to question uh, Abaca Begins to question God because he know that they were wrong, and they begin to question God. But when I Abaca, begin to embrace, or know who God is for myself, when I begin to embrace. A love of him and his nature. When I begin to embrace and love on the things of God within me, not the outer me, but the inner me. And not worry about what God's going to do because He's in control. That's one of the things about human beings, is that we want to know everything. We want to control everything we want to orchestrate everything i used to play in a band growing up in high school and the orchestra if you mean, went to a, a, a orchestra where you would go see all the instruments playing and the 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 guy that's standing there on the podium he usually has this little baton in hand and nobody does anything. He lifts up his hands and then all the magicians get ready to do what they're called to do. They might start out something nice and soft and slow, and you'll see the 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 man begin to move his hands. At the way the waving of the music, because he is orchestrating, it is directing the beats, it is directing the drums, it's beginning, it's, it's directing the harp, it's directing these things. And God is our orchestra controller. He is orchestrating our lives. We don't know how the end of our lives will be, but God is orchestrating every movement in our body and in our spirit. When we began to embrace the love factor, I got the love on him. I got the love be him. As opposed to being a man Who's in love with a woman from the inside out. In other words, if I love the in inner part of her, I love her heart. I love her attitude. I love her spirit. I love how she makes me feel with I'm with her. If I love her when I'm on the phone and I his voice just makes my heart skip a beat. He makes my heart this, I want to spend the rest of life with this person because I'm comfortable with her or him. I'm comfortable that they won't cuss me out. I'm comfortable that even if I say stupid stuff, they just love me unconditionally. God is orchestrating our lives. When we put our hearts, our spiritual heart into the heart of God and say God I'm not looking at what what the man looks like on the outside or I'm not looking at how the woman looks like on the outside because they can be fine as wine but full of hell and cuss all night and run around and cheat but the inner man is more important than the outer man, you can fix up the outer man. You can you can get plastic surgery. You can put buy new clothes. You can teach him how to walk again. You can teach him how to talk again. You can talk to be more feminine in ways. But if if the inner man is nasty and disrespectful, you'd rather not deal with that kind of person. So abaca was questioning god about what was going on why would you allow the enemy come and beat us down i'm your people god how would you let the enemy tear us up and beat us up and call us all kind of names and people die in the process. God, how would you say you love us? You say you are the eternal God. You say you knew us from before our uh, mother knew, met our father. He said uh, in Jeremiah, but God, how do you let us beat us down till we almost feel as if we have no breath in our physical bodies? as well our spiritual, our physical bodies. Again, God is in control. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's ugly, whether we, we question it, God is in control. We don't like control, but when it comes to the things of God, God makes right decisions, just decisions, because he he was here before we got here, and he'll be here after we leave here, uh, unless eternity disappears, um, God is in control. Back, I knew about the times and what was going on. He knew. The fear factor, there's no, there's no, there's no reason why that we could walk around now today in 2021, all walking in fear, walking in doubt and get on planes and you see people fighting against each other um, because of fear, because fear has is, is an invisible force, because fear is such a place that could, you are, you are put in a prison-like state. But you are in a physical form because your spirit mind is captured by things that you can handle, or things that you can imagine, or things ain't what it used to be. But God is in control. But Abbaqa didn't understand that, and he began to question God's motives. The Chaldeans were a people that were lived up on the high mountains, like really up high, and they were built for war. They would how they knew all the tactics of the people that lived up in the mountains. That's why you move into certain places like in Colorado. The altitude is up higher and they've grown up in the altitude that the lungs is stronger. So they can come up and down a mountain because that's the way they've grown up in things. But you find a person that's only lived on the lowland or living in places like in Miami or uh, when it gets really cold or or the hurricane comes, we're adapted to those things. Well, the the Chaldeans were the kind of people that were mountainous, ferocious, intimidating people that all they wanted to do was to cut each other's throats. Jesus Almost like today, the people here are so angry with each other because of their color of their skin or their denomination itself or their beliefs itself because now seems like a lot of people are just angry at each other for no reason at all one time it was color sometimes it was skin color or or denomination but now everybody seems to be upset with everybody else but Abaka didn't understand. But the ba- God says, "Now Abaka began to pray." Now, let's go over one more. Let's go and 3 three sixteen. This is the end of Abaca. And now God's speaking. He says, and I
0: heard,
1: and I trembled within. So now Habakkuk is hearing something from God within. He says, and my lips begin to quiver, or my lips begin to shake at the sounds. Okay. Let's go. Seventeen says, and though he, the fig tree does not bud, and there is no fruit in the vines, though the olive crops crops fail, and the fields produce no food, though there is no sheep in the pen, and no cattle in the stall. Yet, I will triumph. So no matter what I'm going through, I am going to triumph. No matter what's happening, I'm going to get through this. I believe and I really believe it's going to be rough this year coming up. But yet, God's speaking to Habakkuk and saying, yet, I will triumph. I will overcome. I, why? Because I trust in God. I trust in Yahweh. Come on. It says that I will rejoice in God of my salvation. So no matter what we're going through right now in 2021 and no matter what's going to happen in 2022, God is telling us tonight that we must try. We will triumph. We will overcome. We will get through. I'm not going to tell you it's going to be easy. Uh, but I'm telling you, God's saying e, we will have to learn to rejoice in him. Rejoice in the God of our salvation for Yahweh My Lord is my strength. And he makes my feet. My feet. He makes my feet, plural, like those of a deer. How the deer's feet can move so swiftly. They are enabled to meet the walk on the mountain. So my hind feet will gallop and go up high in the mountain spiritually because I'm going to hold on to God Even though you have allowed the enemy to come down and beat us down and destroy us, because Israel was wrong. Israel was sinning. Israel was a mess. This was Judah. This was the the tribe that represented praise. But God allowed Judah to be beaten down frustrated aggravated because they walked against the will of God but he said Habakkuk is confident in his God and he heard all the things that was going on he was frustrated it was a prophet. He didn't understand that you're giving me all this stuff I really don't want to know. I really don't want to understand. But you're telling me, God, tonight that yet I will triumph. I will get i'm a knowledgeable man i know all the, the values the, the views of the jewish people but you how how do i overcome this how do i get past this i'm an old man how i'm gonna go back in my mama's room and come back and do this all over again but what jesus was trying to tell him look at here you don't have to do it the physical way but in the spiritual way we've got to change in the spirit of God. The spirit of rahakadish The spirit of God. Of he who has sent us. Brought us. Taken us. Delivered us. We must make a change. We must change. Yahweh. My Lord. My God. My Elohim, my God more than enough, my shepherd, my my shepherd man. I don't know whether you heard this song before, but it was a song every now and then. It usually come out at Christmas time. And what it's basically saying, he said, Mary, don't you know that you... You're gonna give birth to a baby that walks on the water. You're gonna you're gonna give birth to a baby that's going to save a nation. Mary, don't you know that your sons and daughters will be raised up as a natural people. And that same God that I delivered will come back and deliver me. Mary, don't you know And we serve that same triumphant God, Yahweh, the Lord that strengthens us that even though Judah was being being punished and pressed, persecuted because of their own faults, he allowed the Assyrians, the bad boys at that time, to just wipe out Judah's people, kill their offsprings and do all kinds of stuff because Israel was sinning and doing things that God had not told them to do. But he yet told us I would be triumphed. He yet know me before I was born. He yet uh, loved me in spite of me. He he loved me even when uh, Peter was a cousin saying he, he loved us. And he said, people, you're going to get up and you're going to go on. And that's why you have to learn, take on the characteristics of a deer. That I leap up over crazy things. I leap up over silly, stupid stuff. I leap up over cussing. I leap up over how people want to treat you wrong. Leap up over the things because I am going to see the king one day. God will give his followers strength and make them sure-footed and confident in the times of trouble. That they will run like deer across rough terrain. And then the proper time, justice will be done Because we know that God loves us, and we serve Yahweh, who strengthens us. Father, we praise you for your word tonight. Father, we thank you for your work. God teaches to teach us to be what you want us to be. We don't want to be like nobody else. We don't want to be a mirror image of nobody else. We don't want to be anything but what you want us to be. God teaches to stand. Teach us how to overcome. And teach us God like a backer. Because sometimes we just don't understand that when we're supposed to be a chosen generation, but yet you allow to, you raise up the enemy to beat us down because we're disrespectful. Uh, uh, we, we do things what we want to do. We are selective in what we want to do or say what we want to say. We are selective and not doing all the things that God has called us to be. But God, yet we yet serve you. You are our Yahweh, King of glory. And you are in control when we don't understand. God, help us not to understand, but just love you and hold on. Sometimes we just have to hold on like it's our very life. Jesus, how to hold on. Not understand God? Teach us how to hold on when we just don't know what to do when we don't know what to do. God help us to love. God forgive us for our sin. Nature help us to stand there for, but a Lord's with truth. Not asking for all the answers, but ask us for forgiveness. And everything that we might do, have done, or will do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We can open up the mic or open up for anything that would like to say anything right now. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Prophet, let's just go ahead and keep um keep ramming in prayer. Keep ramming in prayer. Okay. Okay. Um, is he on the line or is he hearing us tonight? No, right now he's uh um they're giving him pain medication right now. Okay. 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 I got you. Um, is there anybody else on the line would like to make a comment? Hello? Hello? You can look at the board who's on the line. I think I uh, am Evangelist Dolores, possibly. Okay. Sure. Could you please say something to, to miss Dolores, please? You'll make me feel better.
0: <laughs>
1: mm. Bless the Lord. Oh, thank Bless you, God. Lord. That's my buddy. Thank you, buddy did you enjoy the message yes I did okay okay it's what did you gather about it about God is sovereign is there anything you want to talk about he's in control amen yeah I um that was what God had gave me this weird That that God is in control because it just seems like world is getting out of control but when God when the people think god is not out of he, things out of control God is the controller he is the sustainer he is the giver of life Amen. and nobody has left this earth spiritually the body nobody has not left this place or this dimension unless God has allowed that's not allowed it That's how sovereign God is. Thank you, Lord. He is, you know what I'm saying? He is sovereign. Nobody leaves this earth realm without God allowing it to happen. If He knows when we were born, Mm -hmm. He certainly will know what's going to happen. God is control of our lives. God is in control of our children's lives. God is in control of our husband's lives. God is in control, not us. We might want one thing to happen, but not have, nothing happens without God. And we have to know that. We have to know it with a surety. That God's love is more than anything that we can think or even imagine. That He loved us in our stinking state. He loved us when He didn't we didn't know God. He loved us when our mama was taking care of us and uh, uh, taking care of our dirty knife, diapers and they didn't have pampers back then. He loved us in spite of us. Uh, And when Israel uh, got out of order, God allowed the enemy to check us and put us back in order. Mm -hmm. He will check us when we're wrong. Why? Because a lot of times we don't want to be checked. And we won't check ourselves when we know we're doing wrong. So God will raise up a people. God will get your next door neighbor will drive you so crazy that you want to turn around and sell you out. Oh, you know, God does all kinds of, allows so many oh, things Jesus. to happen to get us to get in a place that God can love him and know him and the pardon of his sin. My God is an awesome God. And he rules and he reigns and he's sovereign. Jesus this is so awesome. He knows every star. He knows the name of every star. Oh. God knows. Probably he can look good. at your, you know, every, let think about this. On your very hair right now, Dolores, God can say, you might have uh, uh, 600 hairs on your head. But God knows you so much and he'll say, okay, this
0: is number 62. Over I or 6,000 of them. He knows
1: us so intimately. Amen. Amen. And God wants that kind of attention Bless for us towards Him. He wants you to know Him like He knows you. yeah And that comes through fasting, it comes through prayer, it comes Amen. through supplication, yes. it comes through doing things for other people. This happens because he knows us intimately. Our love, our hate, our wants, our disdains. He knows all about us. And that's what he requires a personal relationship. Yes. Not just go to church and pick up everybody to sing the same song and have the same dance, but he wants to know us individually. And he died for us all individually fat, skinny, old, small, white, black, Chicano, uh, uh, Mm. Irish. You know, he he loves all all of us. He's an individual God, but yet he knows all of us. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Lord. And he's requiring us in 2021 and, 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 and further on to have that re- relationship and give us requirement of to uh, bring and lead people to Christ. All of us. And that requires we must be closer to God to know and experience his will. And when we don't know, just go sit there and wait until God reveals himself. Amen. All righty, Ms. Um Apostle Erica, is anybody else on the line? Uh, no, everybody. Had, uh, I guess they was coming in and coming out. So, um, okay. okay tonight, All right. Okay. All righty. Well, we're going to go and just pray ourselves out. Um, hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the word tonight. We thank you for the Holy Ghost, and we thank you for getting in our spirits and teaching us how to search for God, seek for God, look for God, find God, pursue. That's the word God just does. We have to learn to pursue God, pursue him, look for him, seek for him. God, I want you. I need you. I can't breathe yes. without you. I have yes. no hope without you. I yes. have no, I have nothing without yes. you, God. Yes. God, we love on you tonight. And you said, when we seek you first, the kingdom of God, that he will add everything to us.
0: Yes. In Jesus' yes. name, Thank you.
1: we pray. Thank you. God bless you. Saints mm-hmm. and y'all have a great, wonderful night. Amen. The Amen. year is winding down, so don't rem- remember we're going to be having New Year's Eve service and mm-hmm. and some more things on the week. We're going to have and you can just sit right in your living room, your pajamas, whatever you want to do, however God tells you to do it. And we're going to rock the rock the new year out and the new year in. We're going to have a celebration. And we're going to see the king spiritually. Yes, sir. I And after that night, I want to just, just pass out under the power of God. Because <laughs> who would think we would be living in 2021? <laughs> going oh. into 2022. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a night. And the kids say, ain't that a blip? <laughs> <Yeah, that's real. laughs> All right. Father, we thank you for the words. Bless your name. Bless everybody. Bless for my son-in-law, um, Raymond Austin. God, you know what's going to, he has to do tomorrow with surgery. God, you know what you have to do. God, you knew what you allowed us to do, but God, keep him in the palm of your hand. God, save him in the Holy Ghost, save him and wash him, cleanse him. And the, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you in advance. We hold you in the palm of your hand. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you, God. Thank you for my two wonderful saints on the line. <laughs> okay. Amen. Okay. God bless you. God bless you. Bye bye. <laughs>